Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast, brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com. The Black Panther and the Oscars. Yeah. Black Panther. It is, uh, it, it, it did very well. With the Oscar nominations yesterday, Roma um, and the 18th century period piece, The Favorite, were tied with the most nominations at 10 each. But uh, hey, how about it? The Black Panther, first superhero movie to ever be nominated for Best Picture. Hmm. So that's pretty darn exciting. Uh, I don't know if you've seen any of Have you seen Roma or The Favorite? No, but there, I, I wasn't too, Remember Roma this? didn't, when I first saw the trailer for it, it wasn't the type of movie that really appealed to me, but I keep seeing this thing pop up on Netflix and I've seen like longer extended trailers of it. And I I think I could probably get into it like in the right time and place and mood. Mm-hmm. Uh, the favorite is definitely on my list. I absolutely want to see that. Yeah. Star is born Christian Bale movie Vice about Dick Cheney. Each of those had eight nominations, and Black Panther had seven. You know, it was interesting. The Black Panther made over $700 million at the box office, which is more than the earnings of all the other seven Best Picture nominees combined. <laughs> yep. Wow. Isn't that wild? Yeah. yeah. Are it you going to try to see them all, Jeff, like you normally do, or are you? Uh, no. Not that I don't want to. I just, it's, I'm not going to have time. Yeah. But I'm going to try to see as many as I can. But big congratulations to Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper. I mean, she's up for Best Actress. He's up for Best Actor. He did get snubbed a little bit with the Best Director, but I don't think he has anything to complain about. Right. You know, <laughs> you know I think they, uh, yeah. That's pretty good. He did well, so it's pretty exciting. Do they have a chance to win, you think? I don't know. Why not? Why not? I mean, who are they up against? Let's see. He's up against Christian Bale, William Defoe, Viggo Mortensen, and uh, Rami Malek, the the guy from Bohemian Rhapsody. Oh, Got yeah. Good chances, anyone. Yeah. Why not? As you probably heard by now, Chris Brown was detained in France after being accused of rape. A woman says Chris sexually assaulted her in his hotel room after a night at a club. She claims it lasted 25 to 30 minutes. She also says it was brutal and violent. Well, Chris was released on his own recognizance, on his own recognizance, but the investigation is not over. Chris denied the allegation on Instagram yesterday, saying, quote, this B-word lion. He added, quote, for my daughter and my family, this is so disrespectful and against my character and morals. So there you go. That's all I got on Chris Brown. Well, the Sopranos sequel is in the works. It's called The Many Saints of Newark. It'll take place in the 1960s. So it's really not a sequel. It's more of a prequel. Yeah. Because it's when everybody is kids and growing up. So you wonder, who's going to play a young Tony Soprano? Well, I think this is awesome. It's James Gandolfini's son, Michael. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Is he an actor? 
I guess so. Um, he hasn't been acting for very long, but he did do five episodes of the HBO series The Deuce last year. Wow. But he says, it's a profound honor to continue my dad's legacy while stepping into the shoes of a young Tony Soprano. Oh, that's pretty cool. 19 years old. I know. Won't that be fun? Yeah, good for him. Mm-hmm. Well, as unjust as the ending of the NFC Championship game was, I think we all know there's not going to be a do-over. The L.A. Rams are going to the Super Bowl, and uh, the people of New Orleans aren't giving up without a fight. Someone started a petition on Change.org to make the Saints and the Rams replay the game this Sunday. They have a goal of one million signatures, and as of last night, they're, they're on their way. They had more than 680,000 signatures. Meanwhile, a Louisiana lawyer who calls himself the strong arm of the law has actually filed a civil lawsuit against the NFL. And a businessman from the state put up billboards saying Saints got robbed and NFL blew it in Atlanta. Blew it, spelled B-L-E-A-U-X. NFL blew it in Atlanta where the Super Bowl is taking place. <laughs> Someone even recreated the infamous play on Madden and it drew a flag. Yep. That I saw that. Yeah. I saw somebody saying that. Well, I'll tell you, if you're not into the Super Bowl, there is something else that you could watch. What? Six hours of Dr. Pimple Popper. <laughs> it is the Poppy Bowl, and it is going to run from 5 to 11 p.m. Oh, good. On Super Bowl Sunday. Tim is going to be so excited. Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Excited. <laughs> He's going to be like, don't tell Chris. Yeah, don't tell my, <laughs> don't tell my man. Josh. Hey. Hey, welcome to Jeff and Jen's Faker for Real. How are you doing this morning? Doing well. How are you? Pretty good. Fantastic. I got your headlines here. Pick the real one. You're going to go see the Lego movie and you're going to go to, is it Bridal Rama? Yep. All right. Here we go. Is it A? A guy takes an axe to his family's car and TV because he thought his wife damaged his action figures. Is it B? A carjacker fails because he doesn't realize the car isn't parked. Uh-oh. Or C? A woman was shot after performing a sex act for $5 and a can of Pringles. Please be C. It is. <laughs> it is. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. But in actuality, they were all real, so you couldn't have gone wrong today. All right. I know. Fun. Yeah. So you want me to uh, start with C since he picked it? Sure. All right. Last week, a story went viral about a woman in Texas who was banned from Walmart for driving a motorized shopping cart around their parking lot (laughs) while she was drinking wine out of a Pringles can. She was cool. And now this. On Monday night, a prostitute in Jacksonville, Florida, made a deal with a guy in the parking lot of a Shell gas station that she would perform a sex act on him in exchange... For $5 and a can of Pringles. Hey, hey. 
But when it was over, the guy demanded his money back, and he wound up shooting her in the shoulder. That's a problem. As far as I know, he did not demand the Pringles back. Pringles is safely intact. Fortunately, the woman is going to be okay, and the cops are hunting for the guy. Wow. All right, I'll work my way backwards. That was C. Let's see. This is B. We've heard a lot of stories over the years about carjackers who fail because they can't drive a stick. And that actually makes some sense. But this carjacker belongs in a much more remedial driver's ed class than those guys. Uh, This guy in Pittsburgh was parked in his grandmother's driveway to drop off some food last week when a man came up and tried to carjack him at gunpoint. But when the carjacker got in the car, he kept revving the engine to drive off, and the car never moved because it was in park. (laughs) I've done that before, haven't you guys? Uh, But I figured it out pretty quickly. Yeah. Yeah. You're like, duh, I'm not even in drive. (laughs) My favorite is when I think I have it in drive, but it's actually in reverse, and I hit the gas. No, that's the worst. Yeah. Cops are trying to track him down. Uh, and they, they made a special note that the guy they're looking for is, quote, un- apparently unfamiliar with how cars work. <laughs> oh, apparently. No. Yeah. Then don't try to steal them if you don't know, dude. Apparently. Uh, let's see. What else do we have here? The first story you mentioned, a 34-year-old guy in Madison, Wisconsin, who just became the poster boy for that obsession on Sunday... He'd been drinking, and he was pretty sure his 46-year-old wife had damaged some of his action figures. So he responded by grabbing an axe and using it to destroy the family's TV. The TV stand, the laptop, the and, and car. I mean, that is a very measured response. He chopped off both of the side mirrors and eventually got the axe stuck in the windshield. That's where the cops found it when they showed up. He was arrested for disorderly conduct and property damage. I don't, I don't know what kind of action figures he collects, so you'll have to speculate. Mm-hmm. Must be really important ones. Well, there was a, a storyline on This Is Us about um, some Star Wars action figures, originals, that are worth a lot of money. I wonder if my mom still has mine. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. They were very well used. Probably not worth anything. <laughs> There's a scene in Steve Carell's movie, The 40-Year-Old Virgin, where, oh, yeah. you remember, he he had... Uh, he was a big toy collector. Yeah, and, and he freaks out about, in one of the scenes, he freaks out about his toys. Once the integrity of the box gets compromised, this is original packaging, and that's why these things are so valuable. So you don't, you don't screw with that. You really don't right. screw with that. All you can think about is f***ing toys. They're not f- Toys. This is Iron Man, okay? I got this when I was in second grade. Do you know how hard it is for a kid to not open that? <laughs> I mean, he's right. got a very good point. <laughs> Action figure collecting is a big deal. Not just for kids, but, you know, for especially for adults. Mm-hmm. I just think about where, like, where do you keep them? Doesn't shelves, it just start you to need be shelves, like, lots of clutter? shelves. Well, it turns into your knickknacks. It turns into your decor, you know. <laughs> Starts in your bedroom. And sure, and then it goes to wherever. Spreads to the basement, maybe yeah. another bedroom. Mm-hmm. Then you start building an action figure man cave. Then you, before you know it. Right. Hey, I saw something really cool. I was um, So when I was sick all weekend, I was watching a lot of TV, and I came across this documentary on bourbon. 
And uh, they showcase this one guy who, okay, you know how people, they'll, they have a bar down in their basement. Sure. Yeah. Or, uh, you know, they create a man cave. So this is kind of like that. But this guy created a speakeasy. Really? Yeah. He got like actual bar supplies and he's got like a door that requires a password and it's got like a separate entrance. And yeah, it's just pretty cool. And he's, he keeps it nice and dark and he's he's got like wood walls and stuff and it just looks like a bonafide speakeasy. So you go down there and it's stocked with liquor. I guess he had an uncle who was a bartender, so we got some bar supplies down there to give it some some authenticity mm-hmm. and yeah, it's just in this that's day cool. and age where bourbon seems to be the rage. Although I think that's shifting. A lot of to young what? people are switching to gin. Really? Oh yeah. Gin is becoming the next oh. thing now. But. I saw Molly Wellman and it's been a big Jen drinker for a while. Like, she loves it, right? Did she talk about that in your Yeah, interview? a little bit. There's a lot. How does Ooh. that guy, does he just let anybody in the house, though? Like, if you just show up and knock? Invitation only. Mm. Or if you know the password. <laughs> I don't know. It's just funny. a guy that likes bourbon, but I thought it was cool. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast. Brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com.